you're tuned in to Good Girls Behaving Badly. You talk about everything with your close friends, right? Well, so do we. Listen to us discuss everything from media and pop culture to relationships and dating. What do you want to chat about? Well, it's not going to work. Now that I know we're being recorded. <laughs> hey guys, it's Sydney. I'm Shanae. And how was your weekend? No one cares about my weekend. <laughs> Sydney was in Thailand, uh, living the life. No one cares about the weekend. <laughs> That's where not I, true. Where I watched 90 Day Fiance the other way, <laughs> where the Americans are now going to these. What a wild show. You already know 90 Day Fiance is crazy. Mm-hmm. Now, the other way, where they're going to these countries that are not developed mm-hmm. or just the laws are very much so different. Like, mm-hmm. one plays guitar. Um, it's illegal um, for a man and woman to like get a hotel room together mm. or apartment together if they're not married. Mm. So if they're doing so, they have to have their marriage license with them. Oh, like wow. they check it. Right. And you can't like do public displays of affection. Like you can't mm-hmm. kiss. Mm-hmm. It's like, and you about to move to a place with laws like that. It's like, and not saying America is perfect, but we don't have such strict, strict laws, laws like that. that. Yeah. So it's just interesting to watch these people. But then the other thing, on another note, and it kind of ties into a topic because it's about money. Mm-hmm. It's very expensive doing stuff like that. But this mm-hmm. one guy is with this girl, where I feel like she's not that into him, but whatever. He has spent $40,000 in total on her. Mm. Um, between gifts, between um, him giving her money to start a business. But he got a brother. His name ain't... But he don't... I know. I'm but thinking. he don't have money. Oh. That was all I, his money. I hate when they do that on these shows. They just be blowing money they ain't got it like that. Like, he lives on a <laughs> compound with his family. Mm. He quit in his job. He sold his car, sold all his stuff to move to this town to, in, like, Ecuador or somewhere like that. Mm-hmm. And it's, like, a really... It's, like, Third world country town, mm-hmm. you know, and not trying to be offensive, just is not, doesn't have the, um, doesn't the luxury technology or it's just very, very different. It's mm-hmm. not even, it's just like stone, not stone, dirt roads, mm-hmm. pigs walking around. Mm-hmm. Literally, you can watch the episode. Mm-hmm. Like they went to the market. Well, mm-hmm. they didn't, it wasn't a market. She wanted to get chicken for this party they had later. They literally go to this place where you pick out the chicken. And it, I love it. And Very fresh. Fresh, honey. <laughs> but you know what? Ain't got no chemicals in that thing. Facts. Exactly. I would say, I know that you're scared, brother, but that's probably the healthiest chicken you ever eat. I thought we was going to see a chicken get but, killed. I wanted to see it. But the point is, it's just so different from what he's used to. So yeah. he's freaking out, and she's like, look, this is what it is now. So it's very interesting to watch these people give up their lives and go, it's just interesting to do the other way. Because right. typically, 90 fiance, someone is coming here. Mm-hmm. Then um, laundry. Uh, uh, today I went to, my uncle always has like an opening, like a football party for the Ravens mm-hmm. for their first game. Mm-hmm. And while I don't watch football anymore, right, I'm not gonna turn down <laughs> food ribs. and a party. And they were, I had some delicious food. That rib I ate today, y'all. Mm. I mean, so tender, fall off the bone. <laughs> she put her foot, and I had these baked beans that was so good. <laughs> oh my god, I just, I just really enjoyed my food. <laughs> you should have sat there and ate your food. And that's what I did. <laughs> and 
I enjoyed it. <laughs> Plus, I like being with my family. But that food, woo! Oh my god! <laughs> and I have leftovers, and I'm so excited <laughs> to eat that. Maybe a little tonight. <laughs> and that's it. Okay. Um, I spent most of my weekend coming home. From Thailand. Can't stop this. I did. I'm. <laughs> no one cares about your weekend. Talk about your trip in Thailand. I mean, we don't have all day, but like, stop acting like. So my weekend, I really was just on a plane. Like, no one cares. Backtrack. You went to Thailand. Highlights, yes. features. Yes. All I know is she enjoyed the food. And <laughs> the food. Oh, it was so good. It. Was, I think I. I had texted Shanae like the first thing I had to eat. I was like, girl. It was so good. That's all I know about this entire trip. To be completely honest with you, like I saw pictures. We didn't like text a lot. Yeah. Um, but she made sure to let me know that she was enjoying the trip. <laughs> so I'll teach you guys a little bit of Thai. So the way that you say hello, if you're a woman, is sawadika. 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 And okay. if you're a man, is sawadi krub. Like you know, well we know Japanese. The ending is differently for mm. men and women. Um, so I had a blast. Uh, the weather was great. It's rainy season, so we thought we was about to be getting downpoured on the whole time, but we weren't. Um, I can count on one hand, like, the number of times it rained, and plus it was more like a little tropical storm and then back to sunny, so the weather was great. I loved learning about their culture and, like, going to the temples. The food was the bomb.com. Um, our tour guides for, like, every tour we went on was really, they were really, really good. And, like, um, one thing I can say about Thai people is, like, they are very, like, respectful of other people. And so, like, while we're learning about them because they're our tour guides, they want to learn about us. And they did it in, like, the most respectful way. And, like, I can honestly, like, appreciate that. And I did not want to come home. I cannot wait to go back. Like, I'm ready to move. Like, oh, you moving to Thailand? I'm moving now? to Chiang Mai, Thailand, because okay. that I I loved Chiang Mai so much. Like, I would definitely recommend anyone that's gonna visit to not just do Bangkok, because Bangkok is like New York in another language, essentially. But Chiang Mai, I feel like you get more of like a, a an experience of their culture and. Um, the people and I just really loved it and like just going to different stuff and walking around downtown there was like really great. Um, and like the most expensive thing about going to Thailand is the flight. I swear, like you can ball on a budget. Like I feel like every time we went out to eat, it was like, oh, let's get this, 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 this. Let's get three desserts. Let's get a drink. Like. Because we just, like, we was living life. <laughs> like, the taxis were cheap. Um, it was it was just really great. I loved it there. And like I said, I wish we could have stayed longer. It was a blast. Um, if you follow my stories, you could see a lot of all the activities I engaged in. We took a cooking class um, as well. We went to the Red Light District, which was interesting, to say the least. Um... We even, we took the metro there just to, you know, experience it. Um, because me and Shanae, you know, we took Japanese for three years. I knew that, um, like, I knew in Asia their metros are, like, packed. But actually, like, experiencing it was interesting, too. Because, like, Lord, like, it was you in there, like, sardines. Mm. Like, woo! And it was, like, not even just 
at the time that you would assume people were going to work and coming home. It's it was all like, the time. Yeah, it was that just was a lot. Time. Yeah. So it was it was I really enjoyed experiencing their culture. It was fun to be a part of it and I definitely would like to go back again. The only thing I was nervous about when going was how long the flight was. And honestly, it was painless. Like, the first, going there, we had a 14-hour. Coming back, one of the flights was 10 hours. Mm, that and seems crazy. It did. I'm telling you, like, going into Vegas it. Vegas annoys me. <laughs> Coachella, that was annoying. I, I said all of these things because, yes, like you said, Coachella, I was like, get me off this plane. But the 14-hour flight, I was surprised at how fine I was. I was, I slept on and off, I watched movies, I ate, like, but I was good. Like, even on one of the um, airlines, they had Sudoku and, like, chess and different games. I played those. So, like, I didn't even watch everything I downloaded on my tablet because I was doing so much other stuff. So, I, I was good. I was comfortable. Um, so, now it makes me, like, okay, I can, you know, fly more long distance and take more long distance trips now that I know I'm not as miserable as I thought I would be on that flight. So, it was great. I'll share more. But that was my, I guess, my summary of my experience. So, uh, what's happening in the media? What did I miss? Because I'm, like, out the loop. What? I feel like I have a lot. Oh, okay. Yeah, I don't catch, know. Catch me up. Well, I'm going to start with just Hurricane Dorian. Yes. Really did some major damage. Mm-hmm. Um, and I highlight them to say, if you can give, whether it's shipping canned goods, water, or money, mm-hmm. um, please do. I plan on... Um, I think the one thing that I encourage everyone if they would like to give is obviously do your research about the organizations Mm -hmm. and I encourage you to not necessarily go to like the bigger ones. The local ones seem to be less us, frankly. More trustworthy. Um, And for example, I know this sounds crazy, but one of my housewives, one of my favorites, Bethany Frankel, has an organization called Be Strong. Mm Mm-hmm. And she's documenting what they're doing, including the footage. Like, they actually have planes there, bring mm-hmm. supplies, mm-hmm. and helping people come back to the States. Mm-hmm. So, there's one. Her name is Be, Be Strong, where you can send supplies and money, yeah. where I believe that's reputable. But there's some other ones floating around online. So, just do your research. Yeah. And just help, you know, if you can, help people get back on their feet. Yeah. I do want to say this. For those who are more concerned about their vacations, upcoming vacations, people, that's a time and place, people. Well, because and that is that yeah. is the. I mean, do you really feel like it's so appropriate if you like? Oh, I have a cruise in four months. <laughs> in four months, calm down. <laughs> right. Even if it's in a month, like, right. What are you gonna do about it? Well, because I did have some friends that I don't like they that. were I supposed to like be going it. on vacation and got got detoured because of the hurricane. And I was just like, well, if you that pressed about vacation, just go somewhere else. Like, because you're getting money back, of course, because you're not going on these That's trips. That's what I'm saying. You're just being go somewhere accommodated. Else. So stop acting like this is the end of the world. Because for them, it is their life yeah. that's being ruined. It's just, have some cool. Because I had a I'm friend that was supposed to be going on a cruise. And they was like, well, since I can't go on a cruise, I'm going to switch to Puerto Rico. I'm like, you idiot. Um, That's still probably not going to happen. And lo and behold, that flight got canceled. I'm like... You needed to, like, go to Toronto. Like, well, <laughs> if you so pressed to still go somewhere, like... Well, I also think, like, people... <laughs> I personally, to me, when you're in hurricane season... Yeah. You need to be careful where you're going. Yeah. Period. Yeah. Because there's hurricanes. Right. 
So that's just an overall thing. Like, just be mindful. Yeah. Just... Anyway, so prayers to those Absolutely. who are all impacted, even yeah. those in the states who've been impacted. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, just pray that people can get back on their feet because yeah. it will take some time, especially for the people of 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 the Bahamas. Bahamas yeah. Moving forward, I have a few couple updates. So, YG and Kalani are dating. They did their Facebook, that. you know, Instagram yeah. official during Fashion Week. Here's the thing. I don't know why everyone is so like, I don't know. I feel like everyone's just like, what? What? <laughs> First of all, people in the industry often date each other because that's who they're around. Yeah. And that's who understand their lifestyle. Yeah. So, I don't understand why these two people are such a thing. Uh, I don't know why people yeah. are so shocked. In the pictures, they look cute together, and mm-hmm. why do y'all care so much? Right. Like, people's like, really? Them two? You don't even know them two. Like, right. I mean, you don't know them personally. You don't even know them. <laughs> and then for all the comments, like, well, she just had a baby. So what? What does that have to do? Because let's just say, let's say they were together, and that was his kid. If they were still dating, if they were still together after the kid, are you saying they're not allowed to go out to dinner? Right. Do you know what I'm saying yeah. when I say that? Or just in general, when people, when mothers... Y'all daddies got kids the same age. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> like, I just... It, she can live her life. Like, I also feel like it's just whole element of everyone's like, why not with your kid? For people who have children, you're not always with your child. Right. Like, I hate this narrative. And just because you have a child does not mean that you don't deserve to be in a happy, loving relationship. And we all Even know, if it's not with the child's parent. And that's not always the And case. if you can get a situation where the child's parent does cooperate and you are on a good co-parenting level that, that you can still goal. have a relationship outside of that, then why not? Like, come I on now. I understand because they both Grow up. like, he just had a kid, she just had a kid. And... <sighs> That means they can't date. If the kids are taken care of. Mind your business. Right. I don't know why that's always, the kid thing is always a thing. Yeah. I'm just like, calm down. I, I People are weird. <laughs> also, because remember a while ago they were saying Jeezy and Jenny, Jenny Ma- and I yeah. were dating. Well, yeah. they've also been Instagram official. They don't you hate this society where if you don't put it on Instagram, and it's not real. So they both you can have a whole marriage and real. children, and people be like, so "What?" They both posted photos to make your IG official, and you know what? They look cute. I together. think they cute. Yeah. And mind your business. <laughs> I stand firm on that. Mind your business. Okay. Um, another update. Rihanna, because we she said we were getting new music this year, and I like, really hope she drops on New Year's Eve. Where? Because it's September. New Year's whatever. Eve would be a vibe. They're saying that it's set for a December release. Yes. So, we shall see, but she is certainly waiting to the end of 2019. Yes. That's why I, that's why I thought it would always um, be funny. But I also feel like with her waiting this long, <laughs> she's like, I said it. Now, y'all got years to do with this music. Don't ask me for nothing else. No more. I feel like that's how it's going to be. But I'm excited because... First, I was hearing this album would be completely reggae, and then yeah. I was reading there would be some some songs or either way. We just want to hear music from Rihanna, so we don't care how we get it. Right. I'm looking forward to her release, um, and I just wonder how, if anything, will change. You know, she's in <clears throat> healthy relationship. Mm-hmm. She's feeling more balanced. I've read in like, was it Vogue or just one interview she was doing? Like she prioritizes her her time to be with her family and friends more. Good. Her time to just relax. Mm-hmm. Even though she's so busy, she makes it a priority for mm-hmm. balance. And I just wonder if that will just impact her music and mm-hmm. her sound and what she's singing about. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. All right. So of all this chicken crap, 
McDonald's mm. says, ha-ha, Popeye's and Chick-fil-A. <laughs> oh, Lord. Wait till you taste our chicken sandwich. Oh, Lord. They've been had a chicken sandwich, though. Well, I guess <laughs> they are trying to do a sandwich to be more competitive with So the they trying to make one that's not, not the little cafeteria patty, basically. They, I guess they trying to elevate <laughs> okay. the chicken. Okay. But you know what? They gonna have some real chicken, maybe. On a drunken night... <laughs> At three o'clock in the morning, a chicken will slap. <laughs> Haven't had it in a while. I was about to say that used to be the move in college. Oh, but let me tell you something. <laughs> After a college gym party, <laughs> when you're tired and you need something to eat, you go right across that street. You go right across that street. When you're at Dell State, get you that McDonald's, get you that dollar menu. <laughs> I get me a chicken, a fry, a tea, and a sweet tea, baby. Okay. <laughs> So, I'm just saying. Hmm. Still better than cookout. The Facts. chicken sandwich is still better than cookout. Facts. That is cafeteria food. Bruh. Okay. <laughs> Ew. Uh-huh. That is so nasty. Okay. Kill us. I don't care, but that is just nasty. Okay. Um, okay, next story. Nicki Minaj tweeted out that she's going to retire. Mm-hmm. Her words, I've decided to retire and have my family. I know you guys are happy now. To my fans, keep repping me. Do it all to the death of me. X in the box, because ain't nobody checking me. <laughs> Love you for life. <laughs> As the barbs panicked, she came back to say, because someone was like, can you address this retirement thing? You're, you know, we're hurt, da da, da. Mm-hmm. She responded, she's still here, still madly love you guys. In hindsight, she should have discussed this, and so that she will be taking on, like, one of the Queen Radio episodes to talk about this. Uh, so I guess I gotta listen to that episode. Yeah, I'll be listening <laughs> um, to see what she's at. So my whole thing is, I don't think she's retiring, but I do think she wants to now be in her personal life more. Yeah. I don't think she's done done with music, but I do think she'd probably be off the scene for a while. Yeah. She said on I think she'll drop an queen, album then retire. She, earlier she wanted to, earlier on an earlier episode can't get my words out, a queen radio, she said they had their marriage license that sometime this year, Mm -hmm. the next 90 days, they were going to get married. Mm -hmm. So clearly, she, you know, she wants to be married. In past interviews, she's always said she wanted to be children, want to have a wife, and so maybe she just feels like she's ready to just spend that time to do so. I don't Mm -hmm. think she's done done, but it just may not be at the same level. Yeah. And she has the right to do so. So, Barb's, I know it's tough for Mm y'all, but, like, if you love her so much, you should want what she wants, right? Just saying. In theory. In theory. (laughs) And speaking of Nicki Minaj, a few years ago, maybe a year ago, she kind of brought up this whole thing that they are playing, paying for records to be played. Mm-hmm. And um, she was saying, you know, this is a lot with even Travel Scott, with the way they do the streaming now, how they mm-hmm. categorize and count things. She says she don't feel like it's right. Mm-hmm. And it relates to this because... Um, the FCC has requested an investiga- investigation to payola allegations. So kind of along the lines of what she was saying. Mm-hmm. That in the music industry, that certain records and stuff like that are being paid to be pushed and um, streamed so yeah. much. So I'm interested to see where that's going. Mm-hmm. I believe it. They was mm-hmm. doing it earlier, you know, the early days in like 60s when they used to be like I was about to say, yeah, you would pay a DJ to play your record. I don't would, know why they thought they would change the streaming. And I don't see why it doesn't stop now, yeah. especially now that in some cases, streaming gives more artists the opportunity to chart and to get places. Mm-hmm. So it's certainly, I'm sure, possible to pay to move it to keep it moving. Yeah, at the especially top of the like for 
like artists that have deals with iTunes. I'm not stupid enough to think that iTunes is not pushing their ish forward. Right. And more than everybody on, else. That they're they're on their curated playlist. Right. They're on like, their radio stations. Like yeah. it just is what it is. Yeah. Money hmm? <laughs> Money makes the world go round. Mm-hmm. Another signal to our topic. <laughs> Alright, so you know power. There's been a lot of mess about this opening credit song. <laughs> yes. So in the episode this week, mm-hmm. you'll notice that it's back to the oh, original really? song. Because, y'all, I really tried to catch up on TV today, but I just, I, I honestly, because I was really trying not to fall asleep, I fell asleep. It's so I got to catch up. I'll see so, it after this. We don't, you know, <laughs> we have enough media. T- we'll do a TV recap next week because yeah. I ain't really updated myself. I, I did watch Married at First Sight, but not We probably. can talk about that. Yeah. Um... So I thought that was funny mm-hmm. that they switched the song. That's funny. On a Fifty second, was like, I'm tired of hearing about this. But here. On a second note, y'all <laughs> mad weird. It shouldn't. You shouldn't care that much. Like I get it. Don't sound the same. Mm-hmm. So to me, like it's jokes. Mm-hmm. But y'all kept going like it's really ruining your day. <laughs> People are. Weird. It was ruining the whole episode for them. People are weird on the internet, man. <laughs> I, I'm sorry. Like some of these concerns. How you make annoy him that much? And I wonder if that affects Trey Song's check. He like, do I still get the same amount I was gonna get? Like, probably not. Yeah. Cause if it's not like a song that's streamable, he probably just. I thought it was streamable. I'm not sure. Well, I know oh, the original. I know the original was streamable. Maybe I don't this know one is too, but I'm the sure remix. <laughs> he's paid what he's paid for mm-hmm. it to be on there, and then whatever cut he gets is what he gets. Because I saw I a video know. of somebody playing the like they muted the show, played the original while the. It, the credits was like in the beginning was playing and then unmuted the TV. I'm like y'all so extra. Yo. Like, well, well, you well he did that for the internet, so right, right. it's fine. But sometimes I just be like, what if we did other things without time? Well, you know, a lot of other things get done, but so, then Twitter wouldn't be the place it is. Touche. Some hearty laughs sometimes because of stuff y'all do. So. Touche. Um, moving on. I'm almost done, y'all. I feel like it was a lot. Um, Walmart and some other stores mm-hmm. has announced the end of um, handgun and ammunition sales. Oh. Yeah. And there's also been some stores that come out that have a policy that you cannot open carry in their stores. Okay. Uh-huh. So I think it is a very small st- Step yeah. into trying to have more regulations. Have more regulations. Mm-hmm. I think for me, I think we need to bring the background checks back. Mm-hmm. I think there are certain guns that a civilian shouldn't be able to buy. Yeah. I believe that. Yeah. And but I know that'll take a lot longer. Yeah. So I'll take it for what it is, mm-hmm. and just really hope that they continue to take this seriously. And honestly, it's really about the NRA. They need less power because that's. <laughs> A part yeah. of why you can't just because they are backing these people. Yeah, and I, I just think it's a balancing act that needs to. It is. It's it's be a balancing reconfigured. Act, for sure, and I think once again money mm-hmm. comes into play, and it also and that's why for one I don't really like political parties in the first place because it's so much loyalty to the party to your backers are and not to like the American people. Mm-hmm. It's like they're the last people on the list because right. you got to satisfy all these other people mm-hmm. and that's why I don't even like a lot of the crap anyway because right. it's like you know, who ban you? Who support? You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. 
So, yeah. <laughs> okay. Kevin Hart was in a really bad car accident. Yeah. He had back surgery. He's expected to make a full recovery. The reason I bring this up is because there was an episode of The Shop mm-hmm. with Little Nox X. And I watched it. Mm-hmm. I was also irritated by their behavior when he was talking about um, him being gay and coming mm-hmm. out. I just was like, come on, guys. Yeah. The same thing we all said. Mm-hmm. But the one thing that I don't always agree with, and I and also I'm not gay, so I'm not, you know, I'm not even, I don't, I, I'm trying to say, I'm not gay, so I haven't had their experience. But you're an ally. Absolutely. Right. But what I will say is that when this came out, the episode came out, and then a car accident came out, everyone was like, well, you want us to care now? Who cares? Mm. And I was like, okay. So this is when I go too far for me. (laughs) I feel like for me, and that's why I said I'm not not gay, so I'm not diminishing the struggle Mm -hmm. or what their experiences is, but I'm like, y'all really feel okay being like that's what he get yeah because i feel like and i know that's not all i feel like but you can, i just saw that a lot and i was yeah. like okay so where's the humanity and the thing is it's like no you may not be praying for his recovery i'm not saying you have to be but to hear that news and your first thought is like ha ha i thought right. it was like that's a little okay, weird that's, that's a, a little, little sadistic dark. yeah do you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. like I'm, and i'm not trying to be judgy of people who felt that way i just was like wow that is really because so i did not watch the shot but um joe button talked about it briefly and so hearing what was discussed of course i'm gonna still watch it but i was like oh like why what the heck like I, and especially after everything specifically kevin hart with kevin hart has been sure. trying to recover from i was surprised and, at his reaction right. and especially with him saying that Oh, he doesn't think that way anymore, but then he does this. It's like, come on, Kevin. So th- but then then hearing about the car accident, that does not make me say, well, that's what he get. It makes me say, well, yeah, he still needs to work on his perception. And there's nothing but wrong with one. I hope to that be, he's okay. Right. Like, and there's nothing wrong with folks wanting to keep him accountable. Like, why yeah. was that re- your reaction? Right. Why did you say that? Right. I don't think there's nothing wrong with that, but yeah. I saw so much on Twitter where it was like, and it was like, oh, no. ooh, no. okay, that's a little. I'm not that. That's. Okay. Yeah, no. I I didn't I didn't like it because you know what it felt, it was definitely gaslighting. It was definitely this like, what do you mean is difficult? And right. it was like, are you kidding me? Yeah. And I just felt like, for these grown men to mm-hmm. to have that type of attitude to try to like make him look stupid, make him seem like his issues, the issues, yep. of um gay people like they're not real, right. like that's in their mind, right lies and you know it's lies yeah. and i just felt like are you seriously telling me you you that was your your gut reaction like you so i definitely yeah. felt frustrated watching it mm-hmm. and i just was like ugh, do yeah. better yeah agreed but at the same time when i heard about the accident i thought well hopefully he recovers i yeah. didn't think hey, hey. i right. just was like mm, i don't correlate because the, the two. thing is because I I haven't liked a lot of Kevin Hart recent stand up, but as a fan of Kevin Some of Hart, earlier work, I, right? I do want him to do better, and I don't want him to die. You know, hey, I, hey, I, I, like, I'm not I wishing want, harm on him. Right. You want him to correct his behavior? Exactly. I want to see growth. I want to see growth, and I want to see him actually do what he said he has done as right. growing and changing his right. perception. I don't want to see the man dead. Right. Like, I was like, anybody. <laughs> 
Yeah. You know, I thought that was, I just noticed like that. The man, he ain't Hitler. Dang, yo. I know. I noticed like, the thing. And I was like, well, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm coming from a place where I don't have that experience. So that's mm-hmm. why I was like, maybe that's why I said I'm not gay and I haven't dealt with mm-hmm. um, the hardships mm-hmm. that a gay person would have to, that they have to deal with. Yeah. yeah so that's yeah. why I was like me trying to be sensitive. I still kind of felt like I still don't think <laughs> that was like the yeah. most appropriate reaction. The only time I give a reaction like that is like if somebody say something smart and then they trip down the steps. I'd be like, ha ha, karma got you right away. <laughs> but that's not a car accident where your life is in danger. Like right, with the spinal. That's very spinal different. Spinal, yeah. I don't, that's I very different. Like, while I think he should be called onto the carpet for his reactions yeah. and statements. And yeah. They have every reason to not like what he said yeah. and want answers. Right. And have every reason to not support his career and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. But I just thought some of the like, ha that's what you get was like, weird. Ooh, yeah, it's a little ooh. weird. Because here's the thing about karma. <laughs> it can come and get you too. <laughs> it's like, a boomerang. <laughs> right. It comes back now, so you got to be careful with your ha <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, my And last... I also think, just the last thing on that, I don't think people should do things because of karma though. Because then it's like, you don't, you don't take certain actions just because of a karmic reaction. I agree. You take actions because you believe you're doing what's right. And if you really want to see him change, then w- laughing at him being hurt is not what's right. Agreed. So, so our last story is about uh, Dr. Burke. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you don't know who Dr. Burke is, he's Isaiah Washington. I was I thought about that when you was talking about the political parties. I'm like, like Isaiah. Or, or he, you're right. So he <laughs> makes this big announcement. And here's the thing: you don't have to come out a Trump supporter if you truly think it's <laughs> right. It's so the, the first thought that he had to make, like a press release about it, <laughs> then you already know you're in the wrong. Because if you're a Trump supporter. You would just say it. So the fact that people are hiding their support or feeling like they have to have this quote-unquote come out, you already know it's shady. Mm -hmm. You're just aligning with a shady person. (laughs) Just live your truth. Right. So, obviously, people had a lot to say and respond to him accordingly. He was always a little... But he was always a little (laughs) weird. Like, even... He always had a little Trump in him. Well, for sure. He, oh, he has made weird statements and yeah. stuff like that. And remember, he got fired mm-hmm. um, from the Grey's Anatomy set from calling um, O'Malley. I hate that I don't know his real name. I'm sorry. Um, I'm so happy that these shows are about to come back, though. I know. I this is saw, us. This is in two weeks. Like I saw the preview for Grey's Anatomy. Yes. I'm excited. Yes. We'll be talking about that later. <laughs> but, you know, he has already had a choppy past with like, yeah. the things he say. Yeah. So... This is the tweet I want to read. Because I want to talk about this tweet. I was just like, what? I don't know what he says. I dated a woman that was addicted to crack. I became I became addicted to trying to save her. She stole from me and disappeared for days, worrying me to death. I really loved her. And when I tried to reason for her to get her help, she refused, berating me, and attacked me. Much like black Democrats. What? <laughs> what? What? Like all of this. Black Democrats? <laughs> It's like being addicted to crack and you trying to save us? What? Yeah. Go ahead, brother. I, 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 like, when you break it down, I get the analogy he was trying to get to. What was he trying to get to? We don't need to know that whole story. What was he trying to get to? He was trying to say that as he was a black Democrat, allegedly, Uh 
that maybe his views didn't match all other black Democrats and he would be trying to explain them to people. And, and he felt attacked and berated. And he felt attacked. But we don't need to know you dated a crackhead. Like, I, I, I just didn't need well, to know that. Well, that was a long way around. <laughs> right? I just, like, you gave us too much information, sir. Like. <laughs> that was a lot of media. <sighs> yeah. But. Oh, dang it. I'm still not done. Okay, let's do it. I'm telling you, I missed out on a lot of the All stuff. All right, it was so a lot that went me. on. Give it so to me. So, Facebook mm-hmm. is having their own. It's not necessarily an app, app because well, yeah. you could do it in your regular Facebook. But mm. they're launching this thing called Facebook Dating. It is free, so you don't have to pay for anything. You just have to opt in mm-hmm. if you're interested. So opt me out. <laughs> well, you have to opt in, so none of us have to opt out. <laughs> so basically, half of y'all niggas already be sliding in my messages anyway. Y'all be trying to create your own Facebook dating. <laughs> Well, I feel like what they're basically doing is what people are doing now. Exactly. Like, and they're doing it on IG, Twitter, et cetera. Like, exactly. Like, sliding someone's DMs. <laughs> anyway, you get matches based off of common interests. Now, here's the thing. We've had our faces for a long time. Mm. So, if you look at my common interests, <laughs> they're from, like, when I was 14, 15 years <laughs> that's old. That's so raving. So, that's already <laughs> problematic for me. So, if I was interested in this, I got to go back to my common interests and really clean that out. Okay? Because... <laughs> I don't know who I would get matched to. I'd with. be looking at that and like seeing all the things, the pages that I like you, and stuff. Like, and I'd be all like, stuff. Sydney. <laughs> like, like, even now, because, you know, pages will change the name. Yes. Oh around. my God. I'm like, what? Oh, unlike. Because <laughs> you don't even realize you unlike Or these like things. you, when you liked celebrities' pages and now they've like sold their page to a company and they just be posting random funny videos now. Where it's like, what is <laughs> I'm this? I'm like, how did I get here? Like, like Trey Songs. I was like, this. T.I., Trey Songs, Martin Lawrence. I'm like, I'm done. So, first of all, I would have to do that. But they find matches based off common interests, not your profiles. And then they have all these new, they say they have all these new, like, safety features and stuff like that Mm -hmm. to keep people safe. So. To get more of your data. It's okay. Absolutely. (laughs) Like. (laughs) Absolutely. So, if you feel like nothing else is working. Maybe you could try Facebook. The only thing I will, I do want to see about it, not that I'm going to be using it, but I want to see, um, like, how they'll let you change your preferences. Because, you know, on certain apps, they let you get real specific. On others, they don't. They don't, So yeah. I wonder how, because Facebook got so much of our data, I wonder how specific well, they'll let you comment, get. Just comment see, interests and mm, not profiles. So mm. it's going to base off of the stuff that you click, the stuff that yeah, you do. That don't sell. It's basically using your data yeah. to find you a match based off of your data. Yeah. Mm. So if you're both like animal videos, <laughs> like for me, right. I might get matched But with see, my thing is like, then we might not have videos. nothing else in common. Like, <laughs> maybe not. So like, maybe they look at You might get matched with Crocodile Dundee. Like, maybe I like it. <laughs> Alright, so my last story is about this Rock Nation NFL partnership. Yes. They came out and released more information. Just Did that whole video come out yet? Mm, of that interview? I believe so. Okay. Um. So basically what they'll be doing is Rock Nation will be doing as some of the shock around what's actually going to happen. I'm like, what did y'all think they were about to be doing? Mm-hmm. So there'll be merchandise and concerts and stuff. Yeah. And then they'll be choosing certain organizations and that's how organizations that focus on social injustice mm-hmm. and that's how they be doing their give back. Mm-hmm. I don't know what y'all expected, what y'all thought this was going to be. This is exactly <laughs> what a music company would kind of do. What else could they do? Right. 
Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. If they're using their stuff, they're using their artists. Mm-hmm. The artists are not now doing social injustice programs mm-hmm. unless they have their own. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I just don't know what people expected. Mm-hmm. When I read that, I was like, that seems normal that mm-hmm. it would be like special concerts. They just partnering with they're organizations just, that already That exist. are already doing it. Yeah. And frankly... If there are organizations that are doing it well, I think that is best to do mm-hmm, that. Mm-hmm. However, <laughs> as they've already backed a charity, mm-hmm. um, I think in Chicago. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So the Crushers Club. Crushers Club. Okay. Yes. A chi- Chicago base. Mm-hmm. Obviously, people did their homework and started digging. Oh, Lord. And realized this organization is a little. Sus. So basically, um, a lot of these, this, the biggest thing that was kind of talked about were that they were cutting, they were cutting the dreadlocks of black men. Oh yeah. Of the teenagers. Uh And so they were kind of putting, to me, a lot of stock in these dreadlocks. They had these long poses like, he's starting his new life to make, Mm -hmm. to me, villainizing the hair, Mm -hmm. villainizing part of our culture yeah. right and it doesn't like that has nothing to do with social injustice right he should be able to wear dreads without having to have concerns about getting a job or being you know what i mean yeah. like it was just like no and then there were some other tweets and posts they found that were racially insensitive and things like that mm-hmm. and so mm. like they coming out the gate wrong yeah so <laughs> a lot of people are feeling like and y'all said he wasn't playing checkers. He was playing chess. Like y'all say, <laughs> if he, he had playing chess, vision. he made a bad move. Whatever being like, y'all say he has such a vision. This is the vision, right? Just doing a bare minimum, of giving money to social injustice groups, and then choosing groups that are sus. Mm-hmm. So I, I think he left people feeling. Um. So, what they did was, they ended up coming out with a statement apologizing. For some of the statements, they deleted certain posts. Of course. So, I don't know about this. <laughs> I don't know who is doing the research for mm-hmm. the to organizations find out, yeah. that they're giving money to. I still mm-hmm. don't think it's a bad thing to give money to the organizations. But you really need to do your research. Right. And you really need to vet them. Right. Their purpose, what they do, their methods to do so. Mm-hmm. Before announcing things. Because Twitter going to do their thing. <laughs> right. Research we're gonna do our thing. Right. We're gonna look into stuff. <laughs> okay? And if people are digging up tweets from ten years ago, you best believe <laughs> people all over through their profile and was finding stuff and highlighting stuff that they said, stuff that they're doing. Yeah. So I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. That was it. Okay. That was a lot. It's cool. It was a heavy week because I was gone. They, y'all had to find something else to do. So. But <laughs> it was just so much different stuff. I was like, oh, this is interesting. Oh, this mm-hmm. is interesting. I got nothing. As for TV for me, mm-hmm. nothing really I need to talk about. Because I haven't really been watching anything. I've been mm-hmm. busy. And then I've been binging the 9 Day Beyonce, The Other Side. Mm-hmm. And like I said, interesting show. So if you like any of those shows, then you would like the 90 Day Fiance, The Other Side. If that's not your thing, it ain't going to be your thing. Okay. Starting next week, I'll be able to give, on a Bravo moment, my updates on Married to Madison. Mm-hmm which I'm really excited about because I saw another extended clip and I'm like, ooh, they are bringing it. <laughs> so, no Bravo moment, Bravo TV moment today. I ain't doing one until Potomac's at the reunion. I'm tired of these vacation episodes. Mm-mm. Give me the reunion. Okay. So that is that for me. Okay. Um. Yeah, I just have Married at First Sight. So 
it was like the first episode of the finale. So this week they'll be making their decisions. Um, and so like they just had them talking with their family members about, you know, what decision they're thinking about m- making, where they're leaning. Um, so the couple with the virgin, they're leaning towards saying yes. I'm almost certain they're going to say yes and they're going to stay together because they're in a very good place. Um, now that they work through, you know, some of their issues, they both are pretty much like, yeah, we're, we're going to stay in this for the long haul. So I'm not worried about them. The other black couple with the woman that was single for 10 years, surprisingly, they're both unsure. It's like some days they'll be like, yes, we're doing this. And then other days they just aren't sure. While I'm very certain that they'll both decide to stay together, it confuses me of how unsure they are because that they've been doing so well for so long. Um, and I know part of it is the wife just isn't opening up as much as um, the husband would like. And so I think they'll stay together, but I hope that they have conversations about, you know, being more vulnerable with one another. Maybe that will, it'll help once the cameras are gone, things like that. But again, I think they will stay together. Um, now these other two, uh, basketball couple with the ex-basketball player, um, they are both unsure about whether they want to stay together because their journey has been so rocky. Um, the unfortunate part about it is I think though the wife has been hurt the most, she's going to say yes. She's going to choose to stay. And she even herself questions like, he's continuing to hurt me, but I like him so much. And so I'm, I'm almost just continually forgiving him. Sis, and I'm like, girl, love you more girl. Yes. Love you more. And so then the episode ended with, she was talking to her best friend. Um, and her best friend was like, I have something important I need to tell you. And he was like, but I just, you know, I want you to be prepared. And she's like, Oh Lord, he saw her husband at a bar with a woman and it was, like, clear that they were together. They left together. Um, he cheating. They ain't been married that long. Potentially cheating. He basically. cheating. And so she was just, like, breaking out in tears. Um, and the best friend was like, the thing about this, though, is, like, decision day is tomorrow. You don't have to continue to deal with this. You don't deserve this treatment. And she's just like, why does he think that I deserve to be treated like that? And he's like... The best friend, like, kept making sure that she understood. It's, it's not, not about you. Right. It's not about you. It's and about him and him not putting forth the commitment that he said, the level of commitment that he said that he would. And I think that I feel like people do that a lot when they're mm-hmm. cheated on. Mm-hmm. They internalize, like, what was I doing? I didn't do this enough. Yeah. And um, it ain't you. Right. Right. It's so. their choice because ultimately, if he. I just never understand stuff like this. Yeah. You sign up for this whole show to get married and then you're going to cheat. Why were they recording the show? Like, come Why on, bro. At least wait. <laughs> At the very least, wait too wait much. Wait the cameras are gone. Right. Like, I don't understand. But it's just like, why do it? And I think that even for men who just choose to get married, if something's going on in your marriage where you feel like you need more or something like that, you need to talk to your partner. Yeah, yeah. And if things aren't going well and you need to get a divorce, then you need to get a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. stop cheating yeah doing crap like that so like the episode literally ended with her like crying and she's like i don't know if i can do this anymore like she just walked off camera because i mean literally it's the day before decision day and she finds herself i'm hoping that that solidifies her decision to not continue because it's like girl no i kind of feel like she'll still do it i i do too because she keeps giving him grace you know 
with the cameras going, we mm-hmm. have more time and maybe yeah. there's less pressure and we can really figure things out. Where me, decision day, divorce. I want to divorce. <laughs> yeah. And I, I really want him to open up about like, why did you sign up for this process if you weren't ready for it? I want him to be questioned about that. Yeah. Well. Because you wasted everybody's time and I'm over it. Um, the other couple with the daddy's girls where I just wish they would have called it quits weeks ago. Um, they are both still, well, okay. The wife, I think, wants to stay, but the husband is pretty unsure about it. Um, one of the things he brought up was, again, sex. But, so he had a conversation with her best friend about it, and he gave a good perspective of, like, she is a sexual being, but for her... She does not get in the mood for sex if everything else is not in a good place. If y'all are arguing about stuff, she not going to want to have sex. Whereas the husband, he's like, if everything else is going bad because we are good together sexually, let's do this so that we can bond and then maybe have a more vulnerable conversation about our issues. And like the best friend was like, neither way is wrong. It's just y'all have opposite ways of dealing with it and it's going to cause issues because it's like y'all are literally going to think about things the opposite way. Um, and so I think that gave him a little bit more perspective, but he's still like, well, he wants it done his way. And it's like, well, that's just not how it works. Like a marriage is about compromise. So I hope they say no. I'm pretty sure the husband's going to say no. And that, well, you know, I don't, it depends who goes first. I think the wife would say yes, and then the husband would say no. But if the husband goes first, I think he'll say no, and then she'll say no. Because I think oftentimes, depending on the person that says their answer, second changes their answer based on what the first person said. So um, and through, on Wednesday this week, uh, it's like the final decision day and then the reunion. So we'll see who stays together and who don't. But my black couples look like they, good, they staying strong. I'm happy about it. And then DC is next. I don't think DC starts to like the fall or winter though. But that is all for Married at First Sight. All right. Um, so we had a question of the week. Uma Mento, while I pull it up one second. We just had someone on Twitter said, Is City back from Thailand? Are we getting an episode this week? Oh, that's funny. I'm back. We didn't even miss one. Dang. I made sure we recorded before I left, and I'm here. I just got back. Like, 5 o'clock this morning, after traveling for literally 26 hours, we here, y'all. I'm here. We back. (laughs) (laughs) So, our question this week was, would you rather be forced to eat only spicy food or be forced to eat only unseasoned food? Now, y'all was playing games on this one. I told y'all the rules. (laughs) And some of y'all was playing games. Um, so talk about your scars. Say, I mean, can I at least add salt and pepper? So once again, because <laughs> you shouldn't even read that. I told y'all, y'all got to answer the question. I'm tired of y'all reasoning. Okay. Here's another one. Zoe Park has one. Can I season the unseasoned food a little? How spicy is spicy? Hey, hey, hey. One or the other. Thank you. Headshot 1906 spicy. I'll have some milk on the side. I've never eaten anything unseasoned. Uh, Mika girl. Misha. Misha girl. Spicy my fave, so I'll do this gladly. It's me, Tierra. Spicy food. I don't... What's... Lucid lilac fog. Okay. Mm-hmm. Spicy all the way. The way to my taste... The way my taste buds are set up. 
I'ma need my Lori's. <laughs> <laughs> Ebony 2008, Spicy, the big DM, Spicy. Lord, some of your names. I, okay. Oh, snap, Ash is here, It's too. like when I squish that one, I'm like, what is that? That's why I wish um, Instagram lets you do, like, uppercase, lowercase, yes, and your name. Yes, so I can just <laughs> put some hot sauce on my burrito, baby. <laughs> um, There's God, Spicy, Dope Tomorrow, Spicy, uh, Be Easy Pod, Spicy, the modern JK. Mm-hmm. See what I mean? I can read y'all. I promise y'all. <laughs> and because I hate spicy food, this is hard. I'll go with spicy because my palate would adjust, but I cannot do bland. And poor life decision. Only spicy for the spicy poops and it tears for the spicy poops and it. <laughs> oh. Um. After coming from Thailand and having a bunch of spicy food, I'm gonna go with spicy. But like, like um. Uh, Jamal said, I'm gonna need milk or like bread or like rice or something on the side to tame it down a little bit. But I can deal with spice better than I can deal with unseasoned food. Cause, yeah, no. Nah. <laughs> like, I like spicy food. Yeah. So, um, I'm, I, I, I'll be alright with spicy food. <laughs> alright, so. Um, after all of our media, we do have a topic today. Um, and so we kind of, and we alluded to this a couple of times earlier, we wanted to just talk about being money focused and whether or not money can make you unhappy. You know, a lot of people, um, misquote the reference that says, um, the love of money is the root of all evil. And some people just say money is the root of all all evil, but I do believe it's the love and the obsession over money um that can make you evil um so we just wanted to talk about how being focused solely on money can hurt you and what tactics you can do to ensure that you are not always focused on money so i wanted to start off with a question shanae when you are making life decisions what how like how much of a factor does money play into it and so i'll give examples yeah, I wanted to give examples. <laughs> so, for example, um, when job searching or when uh, traveling or when trying to plan out, you know, a family in the future, how much of a factor does money play into those things? I feel like, okay, for for work mm-hmm. it's not number one mm-hmm. maybe two three because <laughs> one is like my peace of mind yeah but that is over the years i learned that you mm-hmm. would have asked me like four years ago i would have said money right after working is and not even that long it's like okay not the top thing <laughs> peace of mind is yeah but money is important vacation i mean i think i pick where i want to go and mm-hmm. then i think about the money mm-hmm. so i'm not and for me, it's more of how early in advance I got to book it. It's not mm-hmm. a point of, like, me not paying it. It's just more of I just have to plan earlier. Yeah, yeah. Family-wise, I mean, I think money is a cause. Kids is expensive. Mm-hmm. It's not the top of my mind, but it is a factor in my decision-making, mm-hmm. for sure. Mm-hmm. So it doesn't move you, but it definitely plays a part. Yeah, it does not move me, but yeah. it's a part of, if I'm making a decision, it's definitely in the conversation. Mm-hmm. But it's always something else. It's not just money right because money don't fix everything yeah i i definitely would agree with you there because i think at certain times i've thought 
oh, well, you know, if I just had more money, or if I just got paid more, like, whatever, I would be completely happy. And then you get to the realization where, like, mm, not necessarily true. And, like, it gets, it knocks you down. And, like, you realize how some people can, like, for example, switch jobs and take pay cuts. Because it's, like, at a certain point, it's really just about, you know, other factors. And it's about being happy with what you do or you know, being happy in the part that you play or, like, anything like that. It's not always about the money, especially if, like, financially you good. Right. Then you can take those kind of risks. Like, you can take even more risk at that point. So do you think money makes you happy or can make you happy? Mm, I hate to say so. I think money can provide ease, and I think the ease brings Mm -hmm. happiness. Right. Because, like... When I think about what's most important, it doesn't have anything to do for with money for mm-hmm. me. Like, what's important in my life is my peace of mind, mm-hmm. my family, my friends. They don't have nothing to do with money. Right. Love is important. Spending time with the people I love, that's most important to me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think money can provide just comfort. And I think sometimes when I say money equals happiness, I think money can just can de-stress certain areas of our lives. And I mm-hmm. think when you're like the average person or a poor person, money is at the forefront because that's the biggest barrier. Mm-hmm. And so I think when you think about people who are rich, you're like, well, they don't have any problems. No, they be it's having just more problems. your biggest problem is solved. Is solved. Right. So you have to think right now, if you have all the money in the world, do you still have issues? Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And sometimes money brings on problems because mm. then you got people asking for it. Mm. They think you're supposed to be paying for them. You got to pay more taxes. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. All of that. <laughs> but, like, money is the most important thing. I just think money provides, um, it can provide ease in getting things done. And right. sometimes money can give you more time because you don't have to do everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that could also give you happiness because mm-hmm. if you have money to have someone clean your home cook, do your laundry, look at all that time you have to mm-hmm. do things you want to do. Mm-hmm. You can be spending time with your kids, you can be working out, you can be chilling, whatever. Mm-hmm. So I think sometimes money just, it just gives you, it can give you more time and give you more ease in certain situations. Mm-hmm. But I think the average person because money is such a big thing over our heads, money seems to be the biggest problem. When it's probably not, mm-hmm. but that's like the biggest thing we can, that's in our face every day. Right. You're right. in a store and I'm literally... Going between the four sixty nine chicken mm-hmm. and the four ninety eight chicken, <laughs> where I had no care in the world. Right, I might just get the five ninety nine chicken. <laughs> right, but yeah. I'm back at that four sixty nine. Right. So what you're saying is similar to what this article um is saying, and the article is titled "Why Money Makes You Unhappy." Um, but it's saying that basically with money, there's like the it, basically it's the law of diminishing returns. So it's like to a point, it can make you happy. And usually what they're saying is that point is above the poverty line. When you're below the poverty line, yeah, money can probably make you happy because it can get you a lot thing of more things that you don't have access to. But then once you start to get above the poverty line and you get more in a comfortable place, then more money more often makes you more unhappy or brings more problems to you. I can see that. So it's saying like it can make you happy, but to a point. Um, and, and once you get to that point of comfortability, 
then it can start to make you more unhappy. And even though you can better give off the perception of happiness. Um, so they're talking about like people going on trips and traveling and then having to share a bed with four other people or having to come home and be broke or even traveling and being broke and not really getting to experience everything that you want to experience. It, all of these things can be in the background while having the perception of you being completely happy because now you have money to travel. Whereas in the long run, you may come home and be miserable because you probably shouldn't have went on that trip anyways. So, um, it, it really kind of put in, puts into perspective how we can use money better, I guess, to influence happiness. And so giving back more regularly, and that could be giving a donation. Mm -hmm. And so I don't know if I agree with this part, but I understand why they said it. So giving donations can make you happy in multiple ways because you're giving to others that don't, that they're in a position where money for them would make them more happy than that money would make you. So say you've given somebody $15 and they only needed $15 to pay their light bill. That can make them so much more happy than it would make you if you were to use it to go eat at Chick-fil-A. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it can provide more for someone else than it can provide for you. Then they mention how if you give in, then it's a tax write-off and it makes you more happy. I'm like, okay, we ain't had to <laughs> come back to that you point. But I get it. You a certain amount to really... Right. The benefits. Right. Yeah. Right. But um and then it like goes to how much money rich people get and even the amount that they give, they could give more, way so much more. But um it, they usually do it at to a point for tax write offs. But I like the first part of it <laughs> and not necessarily the tax write off part of it, though I understand that it's that definitely is a, a part of it. When yeah. You give back. Right. Um and it's a benefit of not owing as much I guess, in the long run, and that can stress people out. Um, and then it kind of goes into technology um, and how money can provide you with more technology to enjoy more mundane things. So, like, scrolling on Facebook, like, scrolling on Instagram and seeing other people's lives and getting secondhand happiness. Though, I don't think that's realistic. I don't really get that. So me being online can make you more happy because you have more access to one to see, stuff that I don't have. <laughs> but you, so what they're saying is like but some people. It. But just think about it like this: some people will never leave Maryland, or some people don't have the access to see what's outside of Maryland. And so what they're saying is, with having technology, at the very minimum, you can, can see, see stuff. right. But to me, it seems like... you're rich, what does it matter? Because you can see it anyway. Am well, I, that's why I think I it goes back to there's a point that it's like, okay, yes. A after that point, it's like, well, now I want to go. Like, forget seeing it. I want to be there. I want to experience it. it. Right. So I, I think that goes back to there is a point where it's like, yeah, okay, seeing the pictures of mountains and things will bring me happiness. But to a point, mm -hmm. it's going to be like... not, though, because... There's a reason why they say ignorance is bliss. Because sometimes, yeah, yeah, that's if true. you're in your world and you're only in your world and you're happy in your world, sometimes seeing other things sparks another reaction that's not always like happiness. So I feel like that's like flipping a coin. You could go either way. And I was that's why I also thought I feel like more often with specifically social media, we just end up comparing our lives to others. I would say I don't really feel like we're doing no good. Who's <laughs> just there be like, oh look at that couple, uh, um. You know, look at Sydney with the elephant. <laughs> that makes me happy. 
the natural person be like, I want to be with the elephant. Not <laughs> looking at her with the elephant makes me happy. Like, no. But that may just be people at our, you know, economic level that think that way. So you're saying what a poorer person may yeah. look at you and say, wow, that's beautiful. They're happy. Yeah. And they're and happy. happy. Yeah. I don't believe that for a crocodile. <laughs> I don't believe someone who has less than me would still be looking like, that's beautiful. I never think, I want that one day. I think it's you don't ma- think so? Because I feel like that's why so many... Because, like, a bunch of people... Ooh, I got to come back to this, too. But a bunch of people asked me to send them pictures. And I thought, because seeing the pictures would make them happy. No? I think people may be interested in seeing things. But mm-hmm. to say that the picture sparks happiness, I mm-hmm. think... Maybe... I think the term happiness is throwing me off. Because okay. now I'm like, well, what is happy? Because, like... Well, I'm, seeing, I'm equating happiness with, like, sparking joy. Me seeing a picture of, like, a random beach doesn't mm-hmm. spark joy. I think mm-hmm. it's... I guess... I just think it's different. Like, mm-hmm. I think it's pretty and that's it. I mm-hmm. don't... So maybe I'm taking it, like, too literally. Yeah, maybe. The one thing I wanted to go back to about my vacation is... I want to let people know... If you didn't know I was going on vacation, don't expect me to bring nothing back for you. I got way too many DMs ah! about tell, people tell, asking me to bring them stuff back. First of all... Who are you? <laughs> people was asking and they didn't even know where I was. Because I don't even think I tagged Thailand. You did it because, because, <laughs> and I'm sorry to cut you out, for people to be messaging me... But why not just message me? About Sydney's whereabouts. <laughs> I thought was like, excuse me... <laughs> I texted her, I'm like, I just want you to know, people are asking me, where is Sydney? Is that Thailand? Is that where she at? And I'm thinking, but you why saw the picture on my page. Ask me. I just felt like, well, one, why are you asking me? Because you see she away. Why would you ask her? <laughs> Second of all, I'm not her keeper. Duh, I know where she's at. <laughs> but, I mean, at the same time. Don't I do appreciate when people don't try to blow me up when I'm out of town because I'm not trying to be on my phone the whole time. So I understand that. But if you watching my stories, just ask me. You can say, "Is that Thailand?" Like, right. You did not. not <laughs> I, it's a, a quick yup. Like it's right. It's I'm not, not trying even, to have a full blown conversation. But I did think I was like, "Why are people texting me?" But way too many people was like, "Oh, bring me something back," and I had like Maybe to it was a point like, jokingly. No, can't I, be serious. Well, I had to start fussing people out because it was getting on my nerves. It be, especially people like I ain't seen you in five years. Can you give me? Well, never mind. Like the show in, tell me who. Because okay. I'm just curious. Because I'm like, who are these people like? And I don't think it was nobody that you know personally. Uh, so I'm just like, who would just be like... It's like people crazy? that you met, but not people that you know. So I one. probably won't... But they all like, oh, have fun. Bring me something back. I'm like, if, like I said, if you didn't know that I was even going I mean, on vacation, but I just feel like let alone where I was going, don't ask me for nothing. I feel like people just say that. Like, well, like when you're talking to a dude... And they'd be like, what are you doing? And you'd be like, oh, I just did X, Y, and Z. And they'll say something like, you gonna bring me a plate? You gonna I'd be really that. ready to bring people plates. See, that's your problem. We'll talk about that <laughs> on another episode. That's your problem. And we will address that. Okay? But that'll be another topic. Because now... When I, say, when I be like, oh, I want see, some, I be dead serious. If y'all can see my face looking at her like, see, and that's your problem. You wanna be bringing people plates. Um, I feel like it's the same thing like that. Like, people just be saying it to say it. They not, like, if you don't bring something, they're not going to follow up and say, well, they may, but typically <laughs> it's for, like, another reason. Like, if they're like, 
when you ain't being something. That's just the way to that start a conversation. That is so annoying. And sorry to the people that I snapped on, but it was just too many. And you just had to get it. Well, like, I just would have been like, thank you, and no. <laughs> right. <laughs> no. Right. But, so sorry that I went to the, uh, to that real quick, but I had to get that out of my system. <clears throat> but, um, they, so the article goes on to talk about, um, how money can bring unhappiness. I don't feel like we need to go too deep into that because I feel like that's pretty obvious of how money can make you unhappy because there's like this perception of you have more, you can get more, then you'll be happy, but that in and of itself does not make you happy. There are all all the other things that you value in life make you happy because I mean, when you really get to the root of it, no one really likes this piece of paper. People like what it can get. People like right. that it can pay their bills. People like that you can continue to the next month because you have this money. If the money did not have that value to pay your bills, provide you with shelter, and feed you, no one will give two craps about that piece of paper. So that's like, it's really not about that. It's what it, the next thing that it can get you at the end of the day. So if you can get all of those things without actually having to have your own money, most people would be completely fine with it. Like, if somebody's just like, oh, here's a house. Uh, like... Well, I probably would ask more questions. Well, yeah, but I'm saying... Who the house? <laughs> Are you paying taxes to Waterville? I'm Am I paying to maintain it? You gotta ask those questions. If all of those things are taken care of, and Who's your name is on it... And why? Because now I'm just This like, is well, a hypothetical... Weird. I'm... Okay. Situation. I'm just saying, don't be fooled. That's all, people. We gotta ask the right questions. That's mm-hmm. all I'm saying. Right. Agreed. And so I think the root of it all is like when money takes you to a certain point of being independent or being, I guess, financially free or even just being comfortable. At that point, you have to find happiness in other things because you can get money in a number of ways that can make you miserable. You can get money in illegal ways that can put you in jail. Like, there are so many ways to get money that people aren't willing to do, and it's because their their other values aren't aligned with it. And I think that goes, like, that proves that the other values are what really are more important, and it's not just the money. It's not. I think, I think once again, I think sometimes because from a perspective when you feel like you don't have enough, and you see these visible ways that money can improve your situation, mm-hmm. do you only think about the money. And that's what I think for the average person, middle class or lower, right. because we're in this position where if we didn't have uh, we didn't have college debt, we would feel that that would be joy. Mm-hmm. If I didn't have a mortgage, that would be joy. Mm-hmm. Um, but because they're like, not saying they're more important, but they're like in your face in a way yeah. that sometimes the other issues in your life are not. Right, right. You know what I mean? First yeah. and month for me is like, ugh. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. And so, because the thing is like, deep down, like, we all have issues that are outside of money and I challenge y'all to write those down. Mm-hmm. If you had all the money in the world, what other stuff would bother you? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And yeah. things would mm-hmm. because money doesn't, Money doesn't make everything better. Money doesn't... Make everything go away. Doesn't make everything go away. Money doesn't make people genuinely love you. It right. makes people maybe want to be around you, hang on you. Mm-hmm. But, like, money don't bring people back from the dead. Like, mm-hmm. there are limitations to money. Yeah. And um, something that I do try to do is not to be so focused on money. But in when you're, like I say, the average person, <clears throat> that can be tough. That can mm-hmm. be tough. Lord... <laughs> 
word, y'all. Tough-a-cool. Tough and difficult. I ain't know which word I want to say. Combine. Oh, my. Oh, my. <laughs> that could be a real... I'm like... Tough Ooh. and difficult. That's that's a big... Tough-a-cool. If y'all start using that and it catch on, I'm so upset. <laughs> um, it can be difficult. Mm-hmm. So I think, <laughs> I think trying to have more balance. Like mm-hmm. we have money stuff, mm-hmm. and look, we want more money. Okay, but balance that. Yeah, and don't let it like overtake everything. Because like I said, my best examples with my career. You know, when I got out of college, I took a job. I took a certain job because I was blinded by the money. I did not think about mm-hmm. the culture. I didn't think about my long-term career goals. I just saw this money, and I just knew that was nowhere near what I was making now. Right. And now that I've worked, as long as I've worked, that's not the first thing. My first thing is, how's the culture? Mm-hmm. How do you keep staff accountable? Mm-hmm. And these other things. What's your turnover rate? What's the turnover rate? What's mm-hmm. the health of the overall organization? FYI, guys, you should ask that. What's mm-hmm. the health of the overall organization? Do you have to be worried in a year or two from now of you possibly losing your job? Mm-hmm. Things that you should that you should ask when you're interviewing. Just a little tip. Yeah. Especially my peeps in the nonprofit world. Mm-hmm. Ask, what mm-hmm. is your health organization? That yeah. little career tip. Yeah. Um, and things change. And I think sometimes, um, even in like relationships, mm-hmm. here's the thing. Like, it's always this battle. Like, who's supposed to pay for what? Da, da, da. What if it didn't matter? He mm. still was going to cheat. You still was going to cheat. <laughs> Y'all still have bad communication issues. Yeah. Y'all still don't trust each other. Mm-hmm. The sex is still whack. <sighs> it's just your bills being paid. So all I'm, I'm saying all that to say is money don't, Fix everything. Yeah. And even in divorces, finances sometimes are a cause of that. Mm-hmm. But a lot of times people get divorces, it's because of other things. Mm-hmm. Finance ain't the only thing. And even if they're, if the cause was financial issues, it's because those financial issues burden other things in, in their, their relationship. relationship. Yeah. So I'm saying like, it's never just money. Yeah. On a good side and a bad side. Mm-hmm. It's never just money. Right. Cause like, even me, if I was rich the money would pay for experiences and that's what I hold dearer than the money, right? Mm-hmm. It pays for the comfort. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know what I mean? So either way, it's, it's pros and cons. Here's yeah. the thing though. I'll take having a lot though. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why, so no, I wanted stop. to wrap up with another question <sighs> that was asked in the article. Um, what are some things that you would be willing to sacrifice for money? If you don't have an answer, I have, uh, things to suggest, but okay. just starting there, what would you sacrifice for money? I don't know. I'm sorry. I don't so know. It, one of the things it asks uh, is, no would money. you sacrifice sorry. time for money? So, for example, would you give up five years of your life for five hundred thousand dollars? No. Hmm. Is there an amount that you would give up five years of your life for? I have no idea, but mm-hmm. I just know five hundred thousand certainly enough. ain't enough. <laughs> you like you gotta know. crack a mill. What? You gotta crack way more than a mill. <laughs> five years of my life? Yeah. No, mm-hmm. you got to crack because the thing is, is five years of your life, but you don't know your when your time passes, when mm-hmm. your time comes. Mm-hmm. So if you ain't necessarily make it to a hundred, if you have no guarantee of when you would, and we you don't, right? 
five years could be tomorrow and you had no idea. Mm-hmm. Which, Lord, I hope that ain't the case for myself. Mm-hmm. But you don't know. So I don't think I would ever feel comfortable taking that type of right arrangement. And so it just goes, it says that the people that were more willing to sacrifice money over time are people that don't spend as much time with others. They don't value traveling or um, experiencing new things as much as the other people were. And so I think maybe it's because their values were just different. Like they they don't find va- as much value in time spent with other people or in time that's not focused on making money. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes it could be their experiences. Because I know yeah. like I've seen like I was reading this book. It was it was a fictional character, but I could get it. Mm-hmm. He was so poor growing up, mm-hmm. and when he got to a place where he could make choices for himself, he just refused to ever live in those conditions. Mm. So in the story, he was a workhorse, mm. and did he even have time to really enjoy the money? No, but he was just had this fear of his childhood, of like he will never be in this position again. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean? I feel like a lot of people so experience it, it that depends. after big side, life though, changes. Sydney keeps looking at weird, like, around by the doors, and she makes me feel like there's some sort of, like, ghost in the hallway. The lights are on, so I can't even see your face. I don't know, but you keep <laughs> looking towards the door, and I'm like, do I gotta move? Is somebody coming in here? And I can't focus anymore on the episode. I'm just like, well, what you doing? What I do? What's, what's going on? Do I need my knife? What is going on? Because she keep looking around where I'm like, is somebody in here? I can't focus. What's the problem? Because you got me all nervous here. But <laughs> what I was saying is, okay. I feel like that's similar. That's a lot of people experience that when they go through a big life change. Um, so, for example, when people have lost a lot of weight, they, like, become kind of obsessive over their weight because they're so scared to get back to the weight that they were before. So I feel like when people have, like, drastic life changes is when they become, like, that kind of obsessive type where they don't even allow themselves to enjoy the change that occurred in their life. They just obsess over not wanting to go back to where their life was before. So I feel like that can happen, like, in a number of different ways. But definitely, absolutely with money. So, I think all in all, our resolution is that money cannot make you happy. Um, And if it does make you happy, it's only up to a certain point. Because, like, we just not going to give up anything for money. Like, we have other values that surpass money tenfold. So, anything else you want to add? No. Okay. More money, more problems. (laughs) You know, that's that's what bad boy said. (laughs) And, uh... Two up, one down. <laughs> Anyways, <laughs> thanks as always, guys, for listening. Pay attention to our social media throughout the week um, for news that we have shared or new other content that we'll be providing for you. Was you about to say something? I do have a thing. Yes. So we, if you saw earlier this week of our announcement, our partner with Rebel Wine, and we're doing these sip and chat segments, mm-hmm. we would love any of your ideas or thoughts of what we should chat about. Mm-hmm. So these segments will be maybe things we don't address on the show mm-hmm. uh, where you just get to learn more about Sydney and I because I know you want to. I was about to say they can be a little bit more personal if they y'all want them personal. to be. So we do want to put that out there. You guys can DM us or comment under the Rebel Wine post. Uh, email us badly at gmail.com because mm-hmm. we would love to do these segments where it's like stuff you want to know. Yeah. 
Yes. Um, and then also just remember to check out our website, goodgirlsbehavingbadly.com. And as always, this is Good Girls Behaving Badly, bringing the good and the bad of every week.